0: What's your advice for connecting with people?
1: I think I would uh, talk about him or her about a very uh, precise uh, detail of a song that I really love, you know? Because when I have people coming at me and uh, at the end of the show and saying, you know, I really like this little sound that that the bass does at 2 minutes and 35 seconds on this song... It reminds me of you know, <laughs> so because it's so intimate that you 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 are suddenly seeing the person definitely like oh really you remember it and you know you know what I mean if it's a musician or she's a musician or a songwra- songwriter I would definitely talk about it, a detail of one of his or her song.
0: G'day, for Rothers. you know those around us who operate at high energy levels, from friends, family, through to the famous, those who emanate enthusiasm. They inspire you to be better. Their words give you a rush. This rush fires off dopamine right in the middle of your brain's reward centre. My theory is that at times, just before we need to hit our straps, to tap into peak performance in our flow state, we find these people and harness their energy. I call this energy froth. I call these people frothers. This is a journey to find the frothers, to understand how they inspire themselves and others to be their best. And I'll pass it on to you on this podcast, dare I say frothcast, so you can fly into your next challenge, beaming, pumped and full of energy. This is a coffee shop with a Red Bull chaser. This is Finding the Frothers. Hey guys, I'm actually just frothing out. I just did did, um, listen to the interview with Matteo Hossein of Kid French one of my favourite producers and DJs around the world, while I was doing a workout, so I'm absolutely super frothing, I'm still sweating, Um, you probably didn't need to know that, but... Uh, I've just found out something new about him, because we recorded this a while ago, so just in case you're, you're listening and you go, oh, why are they talking about um, the movie Queen, and it came out ages ago, but anyway, it doesn't matter, um, the name Kid Francescoli actually comes from a football player, uh, which is from uh, Matteo's favourite football team, uh, and he's old school, Enzo Francescoli, so literally his frother growing up is the name of his project, his creative baby project. Um, awesome so awesome I wish I'd known that I probably should have asked him about it but we talk about so many fantastic things anyone who's interested in flow states and peak performance and um, habits and routine you will notice and if you're familiar with the flow cycle a cheeky little flow cycle routine which um, which Matteo practices and it's amazing and I'm sure that this shows up in so many musicians and it does because the science proves it but yeah have a little listen out to that um reach out to me if you want to know more about flow cycles but we talk about everyone we talk about like frank ocean and daft punk i mentioned daft punk he mentions daft punk obviously that's the french connection um just how music is such a beautiful topic to talk about when we're talking about frothing because we all have songs and we all have artists that have literally defined and redefined how we've grown up and then how we show up in the world too um, I just love this I just love this I'm gonna to listen to it heaps of times um, and I hope you do too and share it with your favorite musicians if you can because there's just parts of it that you know will resonate with everyone on the planet but also specifically um, will tap into the musicians um, and yeah so many value bombs um, to use a colloquial term I guess uh, specifically around moments and since I heard this I've kind of been keeping it to myself haven't I by not releasing it but Um, I literally have used his number one tip technique for finding other frothers um, and it's in the beauty of moments. So without further ado, um, jump on, have a listen and I hope you get as much out of it as I have and yeah, give me a shout and let me know what you think. Uh, Roll on Kid Francescoli. Matteo from Kid Francescoli, welcome to Finding the Frothers, mate, all the way from France. Thanks for having me. Awesome, mate. Uh, I want to just say thanks for uh, jumping on, uh, first and foremost. I've been listening to your music, and uh, being just empowered by the sounds, and I talk a lot about flow state, and your song uh, is in my particular Finding the Frothers playlist, and the song Moon. Uh, it's just super versatile. I'll play a little clip of it um, for the guys listening. And I find it allows me to hack into the sort of a flow state just because of the rhythm of it. Um, I'd just like to start off by asking about how that song came about.
1: Uh, it's, uh, it's a long story because uh, it's de- definitely the song that um, has been built in the studio with a lot of uh, tra- attempts of different uh, moods and uh, chords and uh, there was this first um, the the vocal melody of Julia the mm, 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 mm. and I at the beginning I was just playing uh, acoustic guitar and then I uh, I tried to make a synthesizer around it and then uh, another kind of production but i w- I really wanted to to keep it keep this uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a thing that you, you think that in the studio, uh, like uh, for now we are keeping the, the, mm-hmm, and then we, we, we make lyrics at the end. But then the, the, hmm became the, the core of the song. And so at the end you just have the, the chords and, and it works like this. And we spend a lot of time with uh, Simon from uh, French 79 who we'll produced the album to find the proper, uh, chord changes and uh, I remember one time when I was alone in the studio and I went to his room because he tried a lot of them and so I found myself uh, listening by myself to this one and and thought like that, that that's it that's the one we're going to use and we're going to do a six minute song with this one and there, is, there won't be any lyrics there, uh, there, will, there will be only the and it went like so. It's like a drop. And, it went like... and that's the that's all it has been built, But it's typically the the song that is uh, bid by different person in different studios with different IDs.
0: Right. It's been remixed a lot of times, mate. That that drop is easily one of my favorite drops of all time. I reckon I've probably been listening to <laughs> to. to, to all types of dance music for well over 10 years. And, and that drops like right up there and uh, testament to anyone who I show that song to, especially, and it's usually when I'm talking in the context of flow state um, uh-huh. that instantly becomes one of their favorites. And I think it's kind of, it's kind of like transports you to another a place almost. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it, as I said, versatility like really comes out. Um, something I want to talk about is your daily routine and for you to get into I guess a peak performance state where you can crank out uh, quality music you said you've got two weeks off at the moment now just to really focus on music what's the one thing that you do in your day-to-day routine that allows you to really tap into that that flow
1: um, first I think it's important that you ask the question but I really think because it really I really think it's important to have a, a routine as you call it because it makes you in a in a loop mode that makes it you know you are building the songs and the album uh, with, uh, with the routine and so i uh, i had a, we had a lot of shows in the last months so i couldn't really get into that into a routine because we we were like 3 days in marseille and then a week outside and 3 days you know so now that i have 2 weeks i'm i'm going to try to uh, take care of my body for two hours in the morning, like going to uh, the swimming pool for instance. And then so once I have it, you know, the day is already warm because you, you know, that you already did something good for the day <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. go to the studio and spend, uh, from 10 or 11 to uh, 90 to 7 p.m or 8 p.m and just stay here and be uh, surrounded by the by the, um, the musical instrument and so so you can some sometimes have an accident that makes you uh, uh, make some songs and uh, make a break around two to go and uh, and eat with my friend from the studio and uh, maybe have a, have a walk during the afternoon and um, then go back to my place and to, uh, make a break, to take a break and to listen to what I did with my girlfriend and uh, ask her uh, what she think about it and even what I think about it. Sometimes I do it by myself, sometimes I do it uh, with her but it's important to have a, a break before uh, and 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 then take notes. And sometimes you you work uh, you make biggest step in five minutes at the end of the day when you take notes for the day after. Then spending the the day uh, doing uh, because it's all clear suddenly. You know it's 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 crystal crystal clear that this song this intro is too long, this one uh, is too slow, and so that's. When the, at the end of the day, that's when the uh, uh, everything takes shape for the day after.
0: Brilliant! You're kind of setting yourself up for an aha moment. I um, I love that. And you mentioned your girlfriend, so I had to kind of explain to you a little bit about the frothing concept. I, I sent you a nice email a while ago um, on Facebook, and I called you a frother, and then you said, "Thanks." By the way, what's a frother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, it's probably good. You probably explain that, so you kind of grasp the, the I guess what I'm talking about in the sense of a frother. Um, and some of the most important frothers are those like that are really close to you. So it might might even be your girlfriend here. But who is someone in your life who you can access at any time when you need to, who can give you that little energy boost?
1: About the music, uh, I think it's uh, Simon from uh, French Seventy Nine, the the guy who produced the album and the guy with who I made the uh, moon. Yeah. because that's what when you uh, describe a froster to me that's exactly i mean i mean I really get what you mean about, 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 uh, about what the froster is and uh, for instance when i'm he is in the in the room just behind me mm-hmm. so for instance when i'm uh, hesitating between uh, 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 different chords or uh, a tempo of a song or the color of the mood of the song. I just have to knock at his door and make him listen uh, uh, to the song, and he suddenly come comes out with a lot of ideas. Like, but you should do an instrumental. or but it's easy. The song is already done. It's it's it, you know you can do another one or uh, just uh, this one is garbage. You can uh, you can do better than this. And it's the kind of thing that uh when you you stop talking to him then you close the door and you go back to your room with uh, that kind of energy that the froster the frother is supposed to give to you
0: yeah right. and i think that mate that's perfect and i think i think there's a really interesting thing that you pointed out and that's close frothers will just tell you what they think no bullshit and allow you to just you know, move on with whatever the, the task is and, and really listen yeah. and be there for you in a listening capacity, but also in, in just giving you frank answers. Um, that's, that's awesome, mate. Um, so obviously I always ask everyone this this question about music and what fires you up. I'm super intrigued to know what music that you would listen to or any particular artists um, that you'll listen to um, prior to to going into your, I guess, flow state or your frost state.
1: Um you mean the, the 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 artist that is a closer to me right
0: yeah so what's the, what kinds of artists like really fire you up uh
1: it's it has changed through the years and through the albums and through the influences I think that when I began to make music it was uh air the band the the French band R, mm-hmm. and uh d j shadow and uh but the one right now is um definitely a uh, Frank ocean he is it's when i when i listen to his music i'm really like thinking i'm i'm so lucky to make music and i'm and i can't wait to be in the studio again and what was I
0: his name be. again sorry
1: frank ocean oh
0: frank ocean oh beautiful yep so he's, he's a massive inspi- inspiration
1: yeah and he's he live you know he has the it make me feel it make, it make me uh, um, realize that it's important that you you have to live in your own uh cosmos you know is in this is in this world you know it doesn't really care about the chords and dance music and R&B and everything it, mix every, it mixes it mixes it everything and and the songwriting and the voice and the melodies are absolutely Wonderful and so inspiring, very inspiring for me. But it's uh, as, as I as I told you, it changed through the year because it was Air and DJ Shadow, and there always been Ennio Morricone, the the Italian uh, soundtrack composer, and Ratatat, the, yeah. the the you know the duo from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So it changed through the through the year. It's
0: amazing, mate! I I love that. um that thought around making the music within your own reality for yourself and the best musicians do that. My favorite DJ growing up was Boys Noise uh, from Germany. And so, Uh and and I remember him getting interviewed, you know, maybe 10 years ago and I was like, um, oh, you make your music and it's so hard for people to remix. And he's like, yeah, because it's for me to remix. Like, that's why I make it, (laughs) so for me. Yeah, yeah. The interviewer was like, oh. Like, duh. <laughs> I love that I think, I think when people are yeah. creating any form of art for themselves for, first and foremost it's, it, that's when it becomes the most pure and, and beautiful that it can be so that's amazing mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I get that from your music as well Thank you I'd, I'd love to ask you um, you're embedded into the, the music scene international music scene is there anyone just outside your periphery um, which I would call a boundary art that you would love to have access to
1: the um, some people from the French uh, scene, you know, the French touch, of uh, the French that thing, and especially uh, Sebastian Tellier, yep, and uh, and uh, the and the Daft Punk, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
1: really like to be just, I don't know, an intern or a little a little fly, you know, in the studio and just spend hours there watching and to try to get how how they. they get to the to that kind of reason because it's each time i listen to them i am thinking about all the process in the studio and there is something magic that i can really can really get
0: amazing Uh, the the still to this day the best live show i've ever seen was um daft punk alive 2007 when they did that world tour yeah we saw we saw it in sydney and it was um it, it was yeah it, that, and when I talk about music transporting you to another place whenever I listen to that album uh, and same with everyone yeah. I know that went to that show it literally transports you back to those moments and the people that you were with uh-huh. and I oh, mean, it was just so powerful and slightly unexpected at the time and kind of revolutionised live music to an extent um, mate yeah, I hope you do get one day to be the fly on the wall and maybe even collaborating with those guys because yeah, super powerful and inspirational to me as yeah. well. Um, I always ask a question about um, people who've passed away uh, that we can still draw strength from, whether they're personal or whether they're, they're um, you know musicians who passed away. Is there anyone that comes to mind for you?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely the first one is Freddie uh, uh, Mercury from Queen. Oh, okay. Because uh, f- first, is because I think it's the fir- the first band that I. Uh, listen to and then i loved when i was a kid you know what the, the first band that you you know all the songs and you know all the the shows and stuff and it's the uh, it's very inspiring for me because it's the the artist that i uh, always think about when i go on stage because i grew up uh watching the live at Wembley the from uh, 86 a thousand times and wow. uh uh, so it's still, you know, it's still a very high peak, you know. When I, when I, when I, for instance, when we we do uh, some uh, very nice sold-out shows in Paris, or if we are going to tour uh, in China, you always have the feeling. You always think, okay, now, now I'm here. Uh, I've uh, I've done it. I've did it. I did it, but. Uh, when you think about the Wembley Stadium of Queen, of you you never did anything, you know. So it's uh, very inspiring for me, and uh, and 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 the guy has um, you can like or not uh, his uh, music, but the guy, the charisma, the uh, this, because he has songwriting and the that, there is not a, a lot of. Uh, uh, people who, who can be maybe Prince is like this too. Because I really like, you know, uh, uh studio genius like uh, Brian Wilson from The Beach Boys, but he couldn't get on stage, you know. And the guys like guys like Prince or Freddie Mercury, they were genius at songwriting in the studio. And on stage they are like, you know, monsters like best frontman ever. And what I like the most about uh, uh, Freddie Mercury too, is that he's the definition of a frontman. Like what he is, you know what I mean? Like uh, Jim Morrison or uh, Liam Gallagher from uh, Oasis or Julian Casablanca from The Strokes. Yeah. They are frontman, the frontman. They are not playing guitars or, you know, doing whatever, they are just here with a microphone. And I'm, I still admire it a lot.
0: It's, that's presence, isn't it? It's it's more than the music, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's super inspiring. And the movie's coming out, Bohemian Rhapsody as well.
1: I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> okay,
0: all right. <laughs> Why is that?
1: <laughs> I don't know because of the, the, you know, there was a thing between uh, Sacha Baron Cohen, who was uh, supposed to play uh, Freddie Mercury at the beginning, and then he quit because they are, some, I, th- I thought he was the perfect guy to play Freddie Mercury because I think he's as crazy as uh, Freddie Mercury was. Yep. But, uh, you know, when you hear things about the movie during the production that uh, then there was trouble between the production, uh, uh, during the production, it's, you, you wait, you think about it when you see the movie after, you know, so that's, that's why I, do, uh, I, I wait and see.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know that about Sacha Baron Cohen, but um, yeah, he definitely would have been... Crazy enough to be to be Freddie Mercury. But yeah, we'll, we'll hold out and see how it goes. Mate, so maybe this person won't be um, from the music industry. If there was one person in the whole world that you could get 15 minutes with, who would it be and take me to that meeting?
1: Uh, or maybe a, an actor. Maybe somebody like Christopher Walken or Robert De Niro or... Um, because there, there is still something uh, um, in the acting that I, really, that I really don't understand. It fascinates me. It's like magic. There is magic in the music too, when I listen to genius like Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, for instance. But um, with, I saw uh, another movie with uh, Robert De Niro yesterday. It's called Midnight Run. It's a very, it's like a comedy kind of. alpha, yeah. alpha you know, comedy and half cop movie. Uh, but it's a, like a buddy, a buddy movie, what you call you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I don't get, or, or maybe, maybe Gérard Depardieu too. I think it's, uh, I just changed my answer for, for Gérard Depardieu. Because I think it, it because first he's a genius actor. Really, I think it's the best he, uh, with Robert De Niro, I think they're on the same, same level. And uh, because they, are, they, are the, they they have the, this capacity of make you uh, forget about them after one minute of movie, you know? You saw a thousand movies with uh, Gérard Depardieu or Robert De Niro, but when they play a cop, at the first, second they play a cop, they are the cop, you know, right. they are not Robert De Niro playing a cop. That's what's fascinating me. But Gerard Depardieu is a little bit uh, more fascinated because of the the guy, you know, the character, the um, character in life, and the charisma. And he's, he's crazy, but he's he's a genius at the at the at the same time, and he's all over the place, and he's uh, he he's, he seems to know about so many things, and to make to have made the uh, the. To have been all around the world like uh, a thousand times, you know, and uh, is is the definition of what the what you call it bigger than life, you know?
0: Yes, yeah, that's I'll- it.
1: So I would like to be. So I would like to be 15 minutes with with somebody that is bigger bigger than life.
0: Amazing. Fantastic answer, mate! I love that. Bigger than life, ultimate frother hero frother. What I'd call it. Um, what if if you were to condense your gift into one workshop? So the thing your best app into one workshop. What would the title be, or what would the concept be? Um, oh, oh, you mean when, like a masterclass? Yes, yes, a masterclass. Yeah, correct. If if
1: if I had to to to. Um... To tell to people about my my gift.
0: Yeah, or you would. Yeah, maybe you could you could shoot it online or something, and people would watch it on video. Like I do a lot of workshops where it's just me talking, and people have a sheet to go along with, like a masterclass.
1: And what will be the subject?
0: Yeah, you could say the subject, or like yeah, anything you want, or the concept. I always ask, what would the name be, and what would the concept be? But you can just say what the concept would be. Uh,
1: making music and stay uh, humble to keep on being inspiring
0: inspired (laughs) awesome mate yeah so an inspirational workshop um to continue inspiration and find inspiration but while also being humble yeah exactly beautiful um so what's your number one tip for when you need to reach out to someone because we're all about connecting with new frothers so like how would you go about reaching out for a collaboration with a musician
1: uh, you mean how how would I uh, contact them, or what 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 is the what would be the reason?
0: Yeah. So say the scenario is you've got some a musician or someone you've looked up to for a long time, or you know, or you've just noticed they've come out. Yeah. How would you connect with them? Like, what's the what's your what's your advice for connecting with people?
1: I think I would uh, talk about him or her about a very uh, precise uh, detail of. Uh, Of a song that i really love you know because when i have when i have people coming at me and uh, at the end of the show and saying uh uh you know i really like this little sound uh, that the bass that that the bass does at two minutes and 35 seconds on this song it reminds me of you know (laughs) so because it's so intimate that you 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 are suddenly seeing the person definitely like, oh really? You remember it? And you know, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: so it would be if it's a musician, I w- if he's a he's or she is a musician, I would definitely, or a songwriter, songwriter, I would definitely talk about it, uh, like a a, a a detail of one of his or her song.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I think that, that can apply to any artist or anyone you want to reach out to Is an appreciation, genuine appreciation for their music. Yeah. And, how, and, and it's also about emotion as well, how that actually makes you feel. And I'm glad that you touched on that as well. Um, yeah, fantastic answer, actually. So uh, how can people access you? Like what's the best way for people to access you or follow your music?
1: We are all over the place as every artist in the world. I think every musician, Spotify, and iTunes and YouTube and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know.
0: Can I, ask how, how, can I ask how you cope with that? Do you have a team that runs all your social media for you?
1: No, I'm, I definitely won't never in my life have somebody that posts things for me. Yep. Um, sometimes it's, sometimes it's um, uh, shows, announcements, you know. Uh, you know the booking agency call you and ask uh, can i do a post saying uh, see you tomorrow uh, paris you know and so you say okay but the very intimate thing like uh, now we are in uh in london and uh now we are there and we are doing this and you know i would definitely i i have to do it by my i i have to do myself because when when i when i uh, see uh, some uh, artists c- accounts that are uh, that have community managers taking care of of it for them, it's a disaster, really. You because you feel you 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 get instantly that it's not uh, true. Yeah, and I hate it, really.
0: Yeah, I think you get that online all the time. And you connect, contact someone, you get there, you know it's not them, especially if you've met them before as well, and it's their PA. And I like I have more respect for people if they'll just say this is the management of. Um, but mate, yeah, thanks thanks so much. Like because you got back to me so quick when i was just wanted to chat about your song and and stuff um and thanks so much for coming on to this and like i've had such a great time talking about your craft and and how you get inspired uh one thing i like to do on this podcast is connect the people who are on it with a frother that i know in my life um and I thought, what, what a better person for me to connect you with. Maybe it'll be a phone call. Maybe you, when you come out to tour in Australia, um, you guys can meet. Uh, he's a local musician here and he makes uh, amazing music as well, um, really melodic. And he's, uh, he's, he's basically the reason that Finding the Frothers clicked in my mind. You know, when you were talking before about at the end of your day when, you know, you'll connect the dots, things come together. Um, it was a conversation yeah. with this guy, that made me go, actually, me having one-on-one conversations with people is is the the juice that gets me fired up to perform at my best. And that's why Finding the Frothers came about. Um, so his name is Billy Otto, um, amazing What's musician. What's his name? Billy Otto.
1: Can, can, you, can you send it to me by, uh, by email?
0: Oh yeah, I'll, I'll connect you guys. And I'll, like, I'll send you um, some of his songs and stuff. He's on Spotify and, and whatnot. Okay. But um, nice. yeah, mate, like I reckon, you guys could make beautiful, beautiful music. Two of my favorite musicians um, getting about. And it's been an absolute privilege to have you on, mate. Um, And I can't wait till you come to Sydney uh, and potentially I'll be in Europe soon as well. So I'll I'll definitely be hunting out a show, mate. We
1: might come to Australia. I would love to.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: I can stop uh, asking my booking agent about it, like Australia, Japan, Australia, Japan.
0: That's funny. We get, we hear that a lot because musicians keep coming back because the crowds are just so full of energy here. Um, and we just love, yeah. and we, we, love our, we love our dance movies. We love all kinds of music as well. Um, and yeah, people go to Japan as well. Asia can go, go off in the same way that, that Australia does. So mate, more than welcome to come out here. <laughs> yeah, it'll be epic. All right, dude, I'll let you get into your day um, down to the swimming pool or wherever you're off to now. But um, thanks thanks so much <laughs> for coming ready. on. And, uh, yeah, have a radical day, dude.
1: Thank you. You too. Cheers. Bye-bye.
0: Quick one, guys. To keep this show afloat, feel free to subscribe and share the love. Maybe even leave a cheeky comment review. That would be awesome. You can find the show notes on my website at BennyWallington.com. And finally – This episode was sponsored by my grandma, Joyce Reichel, who passed away last year from dementia. She was one of the original frothers and would talk to anyone on the bus, train, or wherever and generously impart her energy and wisdom. So if you see an elderly person who is looking for someone to froth with, go and hang out with them. They've got the best stories. Also a huge shout out to our producer, Lily Haynes, for bringing this to life and Billy Otto, who created that beautiful introduction in true Billy Otto style. Also, my buddies in Australia and the UK who have been super generous in sending me feedback. In a way, all of you guys are sponsoring me with your time. Love to the guests, past and future, and also to you guys for listening. Ciao for now. You!